iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Hey, this is Ben Harper here, and uh, that consists of myself, Ben Harper. I play slide guitar. Jason Mazursky is here. He plays guitar. Jesse Ingalls, bass. Jordan Richardson, drums. And we are here to do our iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. And we're doing it from the Apple campus, which is very exciting for all of us. We're very glad and thrilled to be here, and we're going to do a gig in the cafeteria in about an hour or so. We expected it to be an underground fortress. And not so close to the restaurants. <laughs> I keep telling these guys that it is actually, we're underground and it's a painted sky like the movie uh, with, with Jim Carrey. Truman Show, yes. It's all a farce. I have, I have four different artists and it's in no particular order. Um, and, and one is Tom Freund and the song is called Collapsible Plans. And, um, you know, this will be redundant by the fourth song because I chose the songs for similar reasons. But it's just, it's a great song. It's as, as finely crafted a song as you can find. Um, I'm very proud of the production because I produced it and connected to it in that way. And I go back about 20 years with Tom. He's an old friend of mine and is an incredible uh, multi-instrumentalist and songwriter. And a year and a half or so ago, his record came out. And it's been doing really well for him. And uh, also, it, it thanks to iTunes as well. It's on iTunes. And he just continues to, to write great songs and is a great guy. Tom and I actually made our first, the first record I ever made was with Tom as a duo, um, and it was, a, it was on vinyl only. There were 2,000 of them made, and um, we just walked right in, played 10 or 12 songs, and the guy who recorded it, he, uh, George Cardis, a wonderful, wonderful human being, and a, he manufactures the highest grade of wire and cable for, for electronics, and he recorded it in his warehouse to showcase his wire. His, his incredible wire. But he, he had a really good ear, and he recorded local music from where I'm from, which is east of Los Angeles, the Inland Empire. And so he would scout out music that he liked from that region and record it. And so we were lucky enough to hit his radar, and he, yeah, like I said, he recorded us, and that was my, the first time I really heard myself back on record. It was with Tom. So anyway, Collapsible Plans, number one. Making other plans Said a hero of mine Who died way before his time Shot for signing an autograph to one of his biggest fans. How's that for collapsible plans? Uh, my first playlist selection comes next. Um, the first song I picked is a band from England called Field Music, and I guess they've been around a little while, but they have members from the Future Heads and. Maximo Park, which are pretty interesting. I don't know, I guess the genre they use or um, that they use for them, they call it math rock sort of, which is weird. I've never understood that because it's all in, well, it's not all in 4-4 time. Yeah, it's because you're bad at math. So those people who are bad at math make bands. But the song is called Every Time is a New Time. And it's really cool. The, the theme that I wanted to do was future past because it's, it's, so it's like, what I think the future of different styles of music sound like. And uh, it's really cool. They, they have this classic rock sort of thing about them, but they play in weird time signatures and these bouncy talking head vocals, but like super, you know, kind of soulful rock stuff. So field music, every time is a new time.
uh, one of the songs that I picked was by Fugazi, and it's The Waiting Room, which is, I think, their biggest song, but it's my favorite song by them. Fugazi is a DC-based band, uh, one of the few DC-based bands that actually stayed in that area, which is where I grew up. And I saw them a couple times in high school, like right when I started playing, and uh, they were just a big influence on me as far as getting into music, and uh, one of the bands that I followed growing up. So I still love that song, and I love them, so... I'm Jason, I play guitar, and uh, in the email that I received about this, it was supposed to be... <laughs> <laughs> your, favorite, your favorite marionettes? Yes. Yeah. My favorite puppet music. <laughs> but, no, no, in all reality... <laughs> cats producing. Yeah. So I chose the entire uh, soundtrack to Cats <laughs> for mine. <laughs> <laughs> because it's still so it still touches me the same way every time I hear it. Even though it's okay, been it does. Out. Yeah. Longest running longest running Broadway hit in Jason's heart. Yep. And I love I love animals dressed up like people and by yeah, or vice versa, anything like that. Um but on a on a secondary note, uh I thought of songs like from different genres that influenced me growing up. And so the first song I picked was Bring on the Dancing Horses by Echo and the Bunnymen which I think is still one of the greatest songs ever. And when I was in high school, they were huge. And uh, Lip, Lips Like Sugar came out after this song came out. But that's when they kind of really broke open. But my brother used to listen to them a lot, and I was always very influenced by whatever records he was playing in his room that I could hear through the door. So that's where that song came from. Bring on the dancing horses Whatever they second choice is Pearl Jam, Just Breathe. And it's one of the most beautiful ballads, speaking of breathing. Um, to me, it's, uh, I, you could hear Tony Bennett doing it or Sinatra or any of the greats. It's just a gorgeous, beautiful, one of the most emotive songs I've ever heard. Um, we got to see Pearl Jam do that song every night because we, we came off the road with them. Uh, we did three weeks of touring in uh, the States and about three weeks in Australia and uh, didn't miss that song. I didn't miss a show and didn't miss that song. Yeah, it was every night in the It was incredible. Not only to be in Australia for, it was our second time, but still your second time is just as overwhelming. We're in Australia. Ben's been there many times, um, but for the three of us, it was our second time there. And being in Australia with Pearl Jam every night, watching them play like, their catalog and all their new songs just from the stage, I mean, is probably the number one most surreal thing that I've ever done in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Could I say that I need you 
just in Brooklyn uh, filming something, filming a, a thing for PBS, and we went to this wonderful restaurant that Ben recommended that... Uh, a Five friend, Leaves. Yeah, Five Leaves. Um, we went to this great restaurant called Five Leaves, and uh, it's great. The bartender puts on different uh, LPs, you know, one after another, and they put on this one that sounded sort of familiar, but Ben and uh, Patrick Jordan, our manager, started freaking out about it, and... Uh, it's something that was familiar, but I'd never really known, and it was John Cale, and it was, uh, the song is The Endless Plane of Fortune, but it's from a record called Paris 1919, that since those guys started talking about it, I've just been listening to pretty much every day. A really cool song, and beautiful, and, uh, but also strange, which is cool. Strange and beautiful is a cool combo. So, Endless Plane of Fortune by John Cale. Santa Maria no. to do as my another song um, was the zombies which are I don't know they're a band that I didn't really ever um, know much about until like I don't know in my mid-20s <clears throat> and uh, somebody get, you know I, I got the the greatest hits and was just blown away by how amazing they were they have all these amazing songs but they weren't as mainstream as uh, the Beatles or the Beach Boys, because they only really did, I think, one or two records, mm -hmm. and then just stopped in the... I think it was their name. They were super famous, and the singer just decided he didn't want to do it anymore, and, and quit the band. And, you know, they've been offered millions of dollars to reunite and make albums, and they just, Damn. They they just won't do it. do it. But anyway, She's Not There is the one I picked. Yeah. It's a song called She's Not There. But there's another one that everybody's heard. Oh, uh, time of the Season. In the Time of the Season. That's the one that everybody's heard, but they have like an album of everything is incredible. So if you haven't really done yourself the favor, check out the zombies. But the one I picked was She's Not There. Well, no one told me about Though they all knew But it's too late to say you're sorry How would I know? Why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her She's not there The second song that I chose was uh, Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground, which is a Willie Nelson song, and uh, one of the most beautiful songs ever written, in my opinion. And when I was a kid, we used to go on road trips in the summers, and, and uh, like Willie Nelson was the soundtrack to my youth, <laughs> along with many other things, but a huge part of it. And so every time I hear that voice, and especially that song, I'm transported 
to the back of the van sleeping, <laughs> trying to <laughs> drooling. <laughs> drooling on my pillow. Just in our '70s custom van that was nice. awesome. Was there was there the track lighting? Yeah, there was track lighting. There was a CB. Oh no! Way. There was a VCR. Ooh, yeah. early, early on. Wow. Not beta. Not beta. A little TV back there, and uh, it was incredible. Yeah, Mazurski's on the road. <laughs> no, but you might have thought so if you saw this van. I wish we had a picture. Silver of spoons. It. Did it have a moon window? No, but you know it was. Did it have it a was deer kind drinking of... out of a lake painted on the side. <laughs> I think it did have a wolf. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll I'll confirm that with with the family, but I. I'm pretty sure there was some sort of animal in there. And it was like bright, like uh, glittery blue. And then it had this almost Starsky and Hutch kind of stripe, but painted like wood grain. Oh, that man. Went down the side. I, was, I know, I wish I still had it. We get to her in that thing. So fly Pick. This is Ben here, and my next pick is going to be a, a group from France. Uh, the song is called I Love My Baby, and the band is called Beau Weevil. And it's some of the most authentic blues you will ever hear from a couple of 20-something-year-old French guys. They're oh, just Yeah, you mentioned them, man. Incredible. I got to know John Lee Hooker pretty well, and I know if John Lee Hooker heard these kids, he'd flip. He'd, I, I can't, can't speak for anybody on either side of our worlds, but I just know that John would have most likely really gotten into these kids. I mean, they're that good. So, uh, but we will. Well, I love my baby, love her hair, love that woman, love wishes, man. I ain't seen my baby, seen her Jordan. For my... Hi. Hi, Jason. Hi, it's Jason. No, it's Jordan. For my third gotcha. pick... Uh, snap, you can't see us because we on the <laughs> internet. For my third pick, I picked a band called... It's a new record. I think it's a new band called Toro y Moi. I, I'm guessing it's Moi because it's M-O-I and I think that's how you spell Moi. I don't speak French. I don't think it's Moi, but if it is, I'm sorry. I think it's Toro y Moi. Now, I've never really been into uh, electronic music very much until the past couple years. And it's, uh, I, I started listening to it to go to sleep. And then I've just kind of gotten deeper and deeper into it. And I discovered this band uh, along with uh, our producer, Danny Kaub, uh, who works with Relentless 7. We kind of found them together. And uh, it's, it's an, the song is called Freak Love, but it's incredible. They use this, for music geeks out there, they use like really heavy compression, almost as percussion. It's like when the kick drum hits, everything else goes away, even if they're singing over it. So it just kind of like, almost like a tremolo. Nice. Nice. And it's like, it's weird on the ears, but it's like, it's kind of a, 
it's kind of revolutionary. It does, you know, it's like a new Can way. something kind of be revolutionary? Yeah, yeah I guess I, it can be. I need to jump full in. It's it's revolutionary. It's the greatest thing to happen I in music. I guess something can kind of be revolutionary. It approaches revolutionary. Okay, all right. All right. I, you got to say, I don't know if I could just say revolutionary because I don't know if there's probably. But if, you know what? In this day and age, to even approach revolutionary yeah. is getting somewhere. <laughs> Fair enough. In my humble opinion. Um, so Peanut tor- gallery. Yeah. No, good. I appreciate it. Toro et moi, freak love. songs I picked, this is Jesse, one of the songs I picked is uh, Tom Waits um, off of Frank's Wild Years called Hang On St. Christopher. Um, I picked it because when I was, I mean, Tom Waits is probably my favorite living artist if I had to pick one that's still here. Um, when, I was, when I was a kid, my dad was a big Tom Waits fan. He played this, this album for me, Frank's Wild Years, and I was kind of, it was too advanced for me at the time, but... Uh, later on, it became one of my favorites, so. Hang on, St. Christopher, the smoke in the hall. Parkle down the rumble seat, let the radiator fall. Got an overhead down shift in a two-dollar grill. Got an 85 cabin on an 85 hill. Hang on, St. Christopher, on the passenger side. Open it up and night, the devil can ride. Hang on, St. This is Jason. Uh, my third song is uh, possibly, well, in my opinion, the quintessential rock and roll song, which is Song Remains the Same by Led Zeppelin. I think that uh, those guys, you know, on that record and every other record were pretty much perfect in choices they made and songs they wrote and the way Jimmy Page recorded it and mixed it. And But, uh, I mean, can't help but still feel like it's fresh every time you hear it. It sounds like the first time I've, ever, I've heard it. This is Ben, and for my last song, I'm going to pick uh, a band called the Crash Kings and the song Mountain Man. Crash Kings is, it's uh, keyboards, bass, and drums, but the sounds that the keyboardist gets, you'd swear there's guitar in there, and then the bass player, the way the bass player plays, the register and the pedals he uses, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's just super powerful music, and, uh, you know, the trio is a tough thing to pull off, and... Uh, they're one of the best trios out there, and this great band and this song, I think, really represents them well. And they're all great guys. Crash Kings, Mountain Man.
being a weirdo. Sorry. Um, for my fourth and final song, um, I picked a song called Deer Slayer by Black Math Horsemen. They're like a, they're sort of like a doom metal, stoner metal, maybe is a better term, There's as they call it. There's a lot of math. I'm t- I was terrible at math. There was a kid, uh, I guess he was, he said he was a freshman in college on the airplane when we were flying up here who had a calculus book and he was just reading it. He wasn't like writing anything down. He was just reading a calculus book. And I was like, oh man, that looks tough. He's like, I hate calculus. But he was reading the calculus textbook, like just page after page. So I never made it to calculus. Trig, that was my last one too. Trig, the study of triangles. It was weird. There's a whole class for triangles. Mm. Um, yeah, Black Math Horseman, Deer Slayer, it's way heavy and awesome and, and rocks. So that's fun. Metal is fun too. For my final song, I'm going to pick uh, The Decembris, a song called The Island, which is the second track on Crane Wife, which um, is a phenomenal album. Uh, I love the way it sounds. I love the composition. I love uh, the voices, the instrumentation. Um, that song in particular, it's, it's like 12 minutes, 30 seconds, which I love songs that are 12 minutes, usually. That's a good sign. Um, and it rocks hard, but it's still kind of acoustic based, and that's a really hard thing to do. And uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great fun ride jam. The tides of chose is a bad by U2 and to me it's my it's my favorite era of U2 it's kind of right before Joshua Tree but after war and they recorded this record in a castle in Ireland and and the way it sounds and the way it feels and the whole record is just incredible and this song in particular is is the one song I can point to in my history that really made me want to play music not only you know play but I really wanted to make a career out of it and uh I still, you know, that that guitar riff to me is one of the most noticeable, identifiable riffs ever. That was it. That's my last choice. If I could, yes I would. If I could, I would let it go.
thank you guys so much for checking out our, our iTunes Celebrity Playlist podcast. And uh, thanks to Apple for having us on here and for all their support over all the years. Thank Absolutely. you guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast.